I'm Aaron Schachter, and this is The World. China's table tennis team is favored to win big in London. The Chinese have dominated table tennis, don't call it ping pong, since it became an official Olympic sport in 1988. And this year, for the first time, the entire U.S. team is made up of American-born Chinese. Reporter Nina Porzuki went to watch them train. In a New Jersey suburb between a Western Union and a drugstore is a stucco storefront. From the outside, it's nothing unusual. But inside... Yes, that's the sound of ping pong. 24 ping pong tables, to be exact. This is Lily Yip's Table Tennis Center. Players dart behind the table, swinging their paddles. Ping pong balls flying so fast, all you can see are orange blurs. It's the weekend before the U.S. Open National Championship in Detroit, and former Olympian Lily Yip is hosting a training camp. When Yip opened the center nearly two years ago, she had one objective in mind. So I try to put the Chinese system in the United States, see we can you know, produce some professional player. Yip is the product of that Chinese system. She started playing table tennis at seven years old and went on to become the champion in her province in southern China. But in China, there are hundreds of players just like Yip. Good, even better than good, but not good enough to go to the Olympics for China. I was a good player in China, but we don't have the chance to come to the United States have that chance. Yip played for the U.S. in Barcelona and Atlanta, but she was never able to medal. In fact, the U.S. has never won a medal in table tennis. The Chinese, um, it's the best in the world. So Yip has made it her mission to give back to her adopted country and produce Olympians. That is American-born Olympians, the Chinese way. Ping pong has played an important role in opening the door to the U.S.-China relationship. Remember when China invited the U.S. team to a friendly tournament in 1971? The event was memorialized in the film Forrest Gump. I was so good that some years later, the Army decided I should be on the All-America Ping Pong team. We were the first Americans to visit the land of China in like a million years or something like that. Somebody said world peace was in our hands. But all I did was play ping pong. Tim Bogan was a real member of the team that went to China for that historic event. I reached him by phone. He's now the official U.S. table tennis historian, and he says the official sport of table tennis began in the U.S. in 1928. In the early days, the U.S. table tennis was a Jewish sport, always a sport for minorities. But the Chinese influence on the sport in the U.S. began in the 1990s. The Chinese expatriates, who were good players in China but who had now gotten too old, came and they began to dominate the U.S. plays. And over the past decades, says Bogan, the sport has gained a new level of respectability, moving from the basement to clubs like Lily Yip's. This summer, for the first time, the U.S. will be sending a completely homegrown team of athletes to the Olympics. All four members who qualified are Americans of Chinese descent. But no one really expects us to do very well. <laughs> Erica Wu isn't being modest. The 16-year-old from Southern California will compete in London along with her other teenage teammates, Ariel Xing, Lily Zhang, and Timothy Wong. They all expect, well, to lose. And Wu doesn't seem to mind. I'm playing the sport because I really love it, I guess. And then it doesn't really bother me that I can't, you know, get a gold medal at the Olympics because, I mean, I'm still going. I'm still competing. I mean, I mean when I grow up, I don't really want to become a professional table tennis player. Yeah, I want to become a vet. Like Yip, Wu started playing table tennis when she was seven years old. 
Soon she was winning tournaments, and then she made the national team. But to take her skill to the next level, Wu needed tougher competition. So her parents arranged for a player to come over from China just to play against her. His name well, is Jay, and then his Chinese name is Yuan Xiaojie, and he's from Henan. Jay is 21. He speaks little English, so Erica Wu translates everything into Mandarin for him. It's funny because my Chinese was really bad. And then when I started playing table tennis, like, all of my coaches are Chinese. And they speak Chinese to me. Now my Chinese is a lot better. <laughs> the Wu family pays Jay $1,500 a month, plus room and board. Over the past year, he's lived with the Wu's, and he's become a part of the family, going on ski vacations, on trips to Disneyland. Jay's part opponent, part older brother. Off the court, Erica is always trying to scare him, like an annoying little sister. On the, on the court, he has more power, you know? And then off court, I kind of get my revenge, sort of. <laughs> this family-like experience might seem foreign to Jay. Back in China, he left home at a young age to live in a training center, where he played table tennis day and night. He was never good enough to make it to the Chinese national team, but he's good, better than Erica. And so I asked over the phone if Erica would ask Jay whether he was jealous that she gets to go to the Olympics while he never will. Even though he didn't make it, he coached someone to the Olympics, so it's kind of like he went too. Jay won't be accompanying Erica to London. He's going back to China. And his parting advice isn't exactly advice. He said, if we play against China, we have no chance, so he doesn't even care. He says he's fine with it, as long as she doesn't lose too badly. For The World, I'm Nina Porzuki. And we have a slideshow with photos of some of the players and trainers at theworld.org.